Welcome to the Before Midnight Podcast, coming to you from the N Plus One Studios overlooking beautiful downtown Frankfurt. In this podcast, we explore the world of age group triathletes. We'll be looking at the real cha- world challenges of being an amateur multi-sport athlete. I'm your host, Linda Word, along with my co-host, Brian Schenkenfelder. Did you, sir, have you recovered from camp yet? Dude, I'm locked and loaded and ready to go. Let's get this going today. You're not doing camp again. <laughs> Although the kids had a blast. Oh my God, they loved you. Did they enjoy it? Yes. That I, it's hard time. to tell because they battle among themselves. And right. I mean, they may not have even known you were there. They had a great time. Okay. So, And today it was raining, so they got to kind of be up there again oh. this afternoon. But they didn't have their server, so they were probably No, sad. there was. they were trying to do Roblox. One girl okay. was like, why isn't this working? And she was not there when you were there. It's a new little girl. But um, the staff member that was there was the gentleman that was with you on a couple mornings. And um, so he was able to help them. But I went in this afternoon about four, and I was like, has anybody touched grass? And he's like, yes, they did. So I was like, all right, good. I hadn't checked in in a while. But, yeah, they had a good time. That's that's what the kids call it, touching grass. Touching grass. The people who are hardcore gamers who never see sunlight. Yeah. They always complain. Actually, I didn't care if they touched grass grass because it was raining. I just wanted them to touch a blacktop and just move aside from... (laughs) So, anyway. good times. Good times. Anything uh, else going on? Work. I've run into a a bustrum of. That's not a, a what? Word. I don't even know what that word was. <laughs> Never heard that one. I was I like trying to though. say like five words at one time. Bustrum. A maelstrom, I think, was the word I was maelstrom. looking for. Okay. A maelstrom. But okay. But it came out with a B. Yes, it was. One of the clients I have is their machine is slowed down. It's it's old. Okay. Probably ten years, twelve years old for a server is a long time. That's a long time, yeah. They are on old software, old operating system. Okay. Old database. Everything's old. We the goal was to migrate them to something modern. Okay. Well we they had a lot of data too. We were trying to upgrade the databases, and that took almost three days. Oof. And a lot of it, it was the one weekend and then half of another weekend where we were trying to go from a very old version to a very new version. And it turns out there, you really can't skip steps. And you, we had to like install like the next version and upgrade it, and install the next. Oh. That's what we ended up having to do. After about four or five attempts at trying to, to like skip over, skip it, over it, yeah, it no. never really worked. Oh wow! It was a, 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 and each time we tried something, it took hours, <laughs> hours oh to copy gosh. the things over and, and yeah. get it to go. Then we got to go from one to the other, and it was a half hour, forty five minutes for it to upgrade, or an hour to upgrade each time we went from one version to the next. It's like watching paint dry, isn't it? Oh yes, it was very much that. <laughs> I, I spent two weekends. In a dark room, well, not really dark. It was light in there. There's no sunlight. No windows. No windows. Oh, it was God. like a bunker. My last two weekends have been spit in a bunker. We. <laughs> I, I get For home snacks. I get the database upgraded to modern OS. Their software is a web-based application that they were running locally. Okay. It uses this product called Source Guardian, and the way it works is. PHP is a dynamic language, i.e. the web browser interprets it and creates dynamic content okay. based on the code that's in the, the PHP page. Okay. 
Source Guardian is a tool to encrypt that page, which allows the customer to not be able to read the PHP or edit it or anything of that nature. Okay. It becomes like a binary that can't be changed. Did they want that? Well, no one wants that. I, that was the company did it. So that way you couldn't steal their code. Oh, gotcha. Okay. I figured it was there's available. a reason to do that. That's the reason it. they did it. Okay. I mean, at this point, now that I know what I know, what they did was unconscionable. The libraries for this, it's not really encryption. It's just an obfuscator, basically. It works like encryption. It encrypts it so you can't tell. Then it decrypts it. The browser runs it. Everything's great. Okay. The problem is that library is tied to the version of PHP you're running. Which was old. Which was old. And if you can't upgrade it, that's a real problem because now you're sitting on all kinds of security vulnerabilities that you can't patch oh, because wow. you would no, it would no longer work. Yeah. Found this out because we started moving all the PHP over, and it's like, okay, this is not compatible with this version of PHP. Yeah. And then I start reading more about this product, and I'm like, man, if it was <laughs> me, I would I would consider suing because they basically sold you something. Oh wow! Or you ended up with something that you can't upgrade at all. You can't. Well, you can't. Not, it's not about upgrading the software. I can't upgrade the operating system. I can't upgrade the utilities. I mean, and we've all known that you know those things got to be upgraded. All yes. the time. Especially wow. a thing that's like web-based like that. Yeah. Crazy, crazy. Oh, wow. Well, now, I'm in the process of... <laughs> then it gets better because the version of operating system they're running is no longer supported. It's out of out of date. Of I'm course like, it is. We went from the newest. I'm like, well, maybe we can go to the next oldest up. Mm-hmm. and get Kinda things like to work. Before, and it yeah. turns out, no, because the PHP is still too new. Wow. I'm like, okay, well, we can. I can find an old version of CentOS 6. We'll install this on the new machine. Mm-hmm. No, you can't because the hardware is too new. Because it's too new because it's too old. <laughs> <laughs> it's like trying to get my dad to go through a drive through restaurant or something. Good Lord. Can't now, <clears throat> the goal... Well, I, I, we ended up breaking the production server trying to do all these upgrades and stuff. I, fortunately, we had a backup <laughs> server. The backup server is now their production server. I had to like migrate all the data over to it. Because you broke it? Because we broke it and all this upgrading we tried to do to it. Wow. Then my, my current one is to take the new operating system and create a virtual. You can do virtual operating system. Okay. This is how the cloud works. I have one giant mega server. Right. I have all these little virtual servers that run in this cloud environment, and I can start them, stop them. Basically, it allows one machine to be act like four or five different okay. machines. <laughs> what I'm doing, I'm running this server, creating one little virtual that's running CentOS 6, which will allow me to run this old operating system on the new hardware. <laughs> So the operating system's running within another operating system. I got lost back at the beginning. And will yeah. still probably be faster than what I hope will be faster than what wow. they currently have. Wow. It, it has been a very tortuous process that will hopefully be coming to an end in the next couple of days. Maybe. Until they try to upgrade again. Whoa. Well, there's no upgrading. They're going to have to do something with this software product. 
Mm-hmm. They'll either have to get some new version of it, or I imagine it's probably a service now. They'll probably have to go down that road if they if they want to continue doing it. Because the path they're on, they can run it indefinitely if I get this working. Okay. It's just old and potentially hackable. Potentially, yeah. <laughs> a lot of things because it's yeah, it's way old. The operating system's old. The yeah, the web server's old. The PHP is old. All those pieces are old, which means I mean, I that know they it's have expensive to upgrade all the time. But this is what it almost seems more expensive when you don't. Yeah, a lot of deferred they're going to have on this one. <laughs> A lot of deferred I mean, expense on this one. Yeah. I Yeah. It, but, we'll get it working. It just yeah. took a really long time. Yeah. And I got to spend my last two weekends doing that, which is just great fun. So no biking for you? No, I, would, I, I did go biking. Good. Okay. Well, I'm glad you got out a little Cause bit. Because what I nice, did is so. I would wake up Sunday, I'd go bike, and then I'd head over there around yeah. noon, 11, noon, 1, and spend that whole rest of Sunday. Because, like, Saturday I would go... I went to the Always pool, sw- yeah, and I'd head over there about 9, then come home about 10 o'clock at night. Wow, that's long <laughs> Those days. were my last two Saturdays. Wow. <laughs> and then Sundays were bike in the morning, wake up, bike in the morning, go over there till go over there until 6, 7, 8, 9 o'clock at night, and yeah. come back. Wow. Good times, man. Good times. This has yeah. been just joy. Joy. Shoo. I've been not doing that. No, been, you. <laughs> I, I went yeah, on yesterday. I went on the bad luck, man, because well, that's just like all kinds of bad luck. On I took the day season. off yesterday from work. I was like, I am not going to the summer program. I'm I'm going uh, this weekend. I'm leaving Friday morning, probably about seven. <clears throat> excuse me, to go up near Cleveland to uh, crew for a friend that's doing a hundred miler, his first hundred miler, and. So I'll be crewing for it. So we've got to leave. So I won't be at work on Friday. Well, also my grad school assignments are usually due on Saturday. I'm not going to be getting those in on Saturday because I'm going to be in the woods somewhere throwing food at this. We should do it Friday. While I'm driving in a car? No. Okay, Thursday. So Thursday is when I have an exam. Yeah. So well, I, everything back. So th- this professor. It's usually two chapters of reading and a quiz, yeah. two lectures and a quiz, okay. and an article review all due on Wednesday, and then the same thing again, do again Saturday. This guy yeah. has a very large amount of assignments due in a week. Yeah. Okay. So I took the day off. It's and, and so this year, this week, instead of having the article reviews, which that's what takes me the longest time, I struggle yeah. with those because, I mean, like trying to figure out there's so you know i know it's research articles and so they have to give credit to everybody and then you're trying to find the words that you actually need to read to figure out what is this thing about what is this study even about it's like oh my god anyway no article reviews this year this week because we have the exam so so i took the day off yesterday and i i wake up early i was gonna go run with everybody at five so i was up at four it rained and i was like okay so from about four o'clock in the morning till one o'clock is when I just, I got everything done. So that was good. And then I had the afternoon to actually relax a little, get my new bike rack on my car. How's that working out for you? Um, The shipping company that shipped me my hitch needs to be shot. I mean, it's it's a long piece of heavy metal. I get it. They put it in a very tall box and it sat on the truck on Saturday morning, and they didn't deliver it until yesterday, until okay. Monday. And the box was tore all to pieces. Okay. The bag that had the bolts on it, and it was open, 
So it was missing one of the screws and one of the nuts. <laughs> that's fun. <laughs> and and there was somebody else's package in the box. Well, that's fun too. That like well, belonged like, to somebody around the corner. That's, that's a bonus, man. Because the box was so destroyed. I'm like, I don't want this lady's thing from Walmart. Am I? Do it's, I need to go deliver this to this person? It's bonus, man. Annoyed. It's a bonus for you. Anyway, got it to my friend's house. It was also bent. The end piece oh, was that's bent. A but well, he's 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 like, you know, I can whack it with a hammer. I'm like, go for it. It's going to be under the car, so yeah. I really yeah, don't care if the paint matter. gets chipped on it. So he got it on. It took about 45 minutes. I well, yeah, I had to go to not too hard if you had the, all the equipment. Well, yeah, I had to go. Went to the store, got uh, replaced the bolt and or the nut and the washer that were missing. Kind of brought the ones I had and said, here, I need more of these. Got it on. Got the rack on. Got home. Got the rack on. The way these work too, they are, and they warned me it was going to be very loose, and it was loose. I'm like it like rocks and rolls. So now yeah. I've ordered a clamp that goes on the hitch to stop that from happening. <laughs> I told you they get loose. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's like, I'm like it's... whoa, that is moving a lot. But I mean the bike is on it secure. Yeah, I rode last night. That's the key. So. But still watching it, <laughs> watching, watching it bounce around like, like that, that that's fun. I'm like, eh. that's not a problem. <laughs> yeah, it's a little nerve wracking. So then I'm sitting there waiting for the hitch to be put on by my friend, and I get a text from the ride group leader who's in charge of the whole group for the Bluegrass Cycling Club on Monday nights. And he's like, Linda, I'm stuck. I'm not going to make it. It looks like you're in charge. I'm like, are you kidding me? Because the other guy that would have taken over, he's in New York biking. So I'm like, great. I, so I'm rushing like crazy. Get there. Normally we have an A leader, an A, B, a B, a B, C, and a C. We only had two certified leaders there last night. So one group I sent off on their own. And I'm like, good luck. Don't Just get don't lost. Wreck. Don't wreck. Is that the like, A group? No, it was actually the A B group. Okay, yeah. Yeah, the A group the A group had a leader. Yeah, the A group had a leader, A B did not. Okay. B joined them or came with me. It's like, well, do you want to go slower or faster? And we just didn't have any C riders. So that worked out. But it was still like twenty people and I'm going, Oh my god. Big groups. Yeah, yeah. That's always fun. It was a good ride in. I mean it it worked out fine, but it just made for a very you know, for a day off, I was like, okay, I didn't breathe. <laughs> that was not quite a day off, but no. I got ahead. So. Well, that's good. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Well, we were going to talk a little bit about um, sort of beginner athletes, I guess you call them. People that are just sort of getting into... People who want to get into multi-sport. Either multi-sport or just even starting anything, really. We've got a... a new person starting with us who's just a runner at this point well okay well there's multi-sport we got three sports getting started in swimming biking and running what is that about how about that why don't we go down those roads we can go that road okay (laughs) what do you want to start with we'll start with runners because that's you if somebody's going to start getting fit generally that's where they're going to start because it's the easiest one to do unless they have a medical condition or something and they can't run you know if they've got knee issues or something like that and can't run then they might choose biking or swimming running is fairly common biking is another one that you'll see people get into biking just because they know people and that's their that's their entryway into sport I, like I said, i've known some people who, like they had friends that biked and that's how they and that's how they got, got into, into sports yeah uh swimming is kind of a similar type of thing i think 
either they swam as they're younger. Yeah. Or something along those lines. Swimming is the one that, because just being from a triathlon coach standpoint, very few people start in swimming and then migrate to the other sports. It's usually the other way around. Yeah. And running is the one that people get into if they don't know anybody in sport a lot of times because it's the lowest barrier to entry. Yeah, and it's easy, you know, there's always a running group somewhere. We have a lot of new people that join our running group and just because it's easy. It's like, oh, you know somebody else that's doing it. Like I said, you know, with the biking, you almost have to know somebody in order to... Well, running, anybody can do because all I need is a pair of shoes and go outside and do it. Mm-hmm. A bicycle you may or may not have. Um, now, some people will go out and ride with their hybrids and stuff like that. But generally, running is just, I just need a pair of shoes. Mm-hmm. And not, you know, Most people don't even know they need running shoes. They just go out in their tennis shoes and ride. Yeah. <laughs> Word of advice, don't go out in the Converse for very long. <laughs> you know, as long as you only run 10 or 15 minutes, you can get away with that. Yeah. You can get away with wearing tennis shoes for, for some time. It's when you start adding up the miles that a pair of running shoes are probably going to be proving to be necessary. Because mm-hmm. the tennis shoes generally don't have enough support to last you. Mm-hmm. And then when you get miles up, you'll end up getting hurt. Correct. Well, that's the main reason to plan and get advice i mean if you do it with a group hopefully you're going to get some fairly good advice from the people that you run with i did not when i started nobody knew what they were doing oh, man I, I don't know run groups is it's like everything else hit or miss <laughs> well it is hit or miss true but you <laughs> hopefully you know you, you talk to a bunch of different people and kind of gather the information yeah you want to get a amalgamation and try to figure out what's good and what's bad advice that's the hard part mm-hmm. with running it's the big thing is shoes, getting shoes that are appropriate for you. Uh, the best way to do that, what, go to a run store? Go to a running store. Yep. It's usually your best bet. You know, either that or you just trial and effort. Trial and error. Error. <laughs> trial and effort. Wow. <laughs> We've had a rough few days. I'm tired, man. That's all <laughs> I can think of. I'm just tired or something. <laughs> Not enough coffee. Oh, my gosh. No wonder my swimmers can't understand me. <laughs> my English is poor. <laughs> I remember when I first started running and I went and I just kind of got a pair of shoes from uh, like the local store that supplies all the football gear. You know, I mean, yeah. had, I was like, oh, okay, those are cute and they're my size. I guess they fit. And a high schooler helped me. Yeah. And that didn't work very well. For about three months, I was like, oh, okay. And then I finally got a good pair of shoes it took me a minute to get over the sticker shock and i was like oh that's what they're talking about yeah i mean if you're not going to go to a, a running store my suggestion if you're getting into it would be to find a neutral running shoe it's going to cost you more than a hundred dollars it's less than a hundred dollars it's probably not a running shoe mm-hmm. <laughs> correct i spent 60 on my first pair <laughs> Because I didn't want to spend the 120 on the others. Yeah. Oops. Um, and try a neutral running shoe. If you have good feet, you'll be fine. Mm-hmm. If you don't, you'll find out. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Which I'm sure is what you did in the Correct. first couple months. Exactly. Usually you'll end up injured. Yeah. With something like either shin splints or 
IT band or something along those lines if you have my feet hurt bad shoes. Usually it's your feet hurt. If your feet are hurting when you run, you probably are in the wrong shoe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's 150 bucks. Mistake. Yeah. <laughs> shoes don't I only run made that it last. once. <laughs> yeah, but I mean running shoes only last six months. So it's not like you're really out that much money if you make it a couple months. You've, you've probably gone through half the shoe anyway, <laughs> half yeah. the life of the shoe anyway. Oh yeah. Yep. Um, for me, the big thing is, is get shoes. The second big thing would be take it slow. Don't try to do a marathon in six months. Correct. <laughs> if you've never run before. Yeah, if yeah. you're new to new to running, new to sport, yeah, you say if I want to run a marathon, like, because this is what happens in triathlon. The people in Louisville, they'd go to the Ironman, they'd see these people do it, then they'd sign up the next year for a race that's a marathon, a 112-mile bike ride, and a 2.4-mile swim. Mm-hmm. This is never a good idea. You need to take time to get from point A, which is sitting on a couch, to I'm going to do this marathon, I'm going to do this Ironman, I'm going to do this crazy long-distance right. event. It takes time. It takes time to develop the aerobic system, and it takes time for the body to adapt to that type of training load. It's necessary to do those distances. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't want to come off the couch, run five days a week. You're going to get injured. Very quickly. Very quickly. Especially if you're doing more than 15 or 20 minutes of running. Yep. Um, and, and that's the biggest problem most newbies make in running is they just, they get to running. They get some aerobic fitness because aerobic fitness will always be faster than the tendons and everything else. Correct. Yep. And they're like, well, I'm, I'm, I'm getting, I can, you know, I went till I couldn't run a mile. Now I can run a mile. Now I can run two. Now I can run three. Well, this is going great. Let me push so this I'm up to do four this and five every day, five days a week. <laughs> and the tendons and bones and shins and IT bands really don't appreciate that, and they usually rebel in the form of injury. Correct. So when you're getting into the sport, I mean, the big thing is just take your time. I mean, this isn't a race. You don't have to do a marathon. It's three months. You can do it two years from now. It's mm-hmm. okay. It's okay to wait and do it slowly and take your time. Take I your promise. Time. I promise it's okay. <laughs> it really is okay. So what I did, I ran five <laughs> miles once a week for months, but that was all I did. And that was probably not the best thing. And then, then I started. Then I started actually seriously training. I was like, okay, I'm gonna. And we did. I did like five Ks, and that's all I did. And then I signed up for a half marathon. I'm trying to think. It was a year before I got hurt, before I finally got plantar fasciitis. I think from running too much, but it did happen. I I did okay when I first started. I didn't I didn't overtrain early on. Of course, I'm like the person who's like. I'm going to go out and research everything I can about all these sports as much as I can. I went, oh, this is fun. Let's go. <laughs> this is why I became a coach in a couple of years after getting into the sport because I had done all the research and knew everything about the sport possible that yeah. I was getting into. That's just my personality for some reason. I became a as coach because everybody was following me around here in the running group. I was like, okay. <laughs> Let me learn actually to tell so that I know what I'm telling you because everybody was asking me advice. Oh, she can run. That doesn't necessarily mean I know what I'm talking about. Yeah, so. see, I, I'm an engineer, so I went out and just, and I'm OCD. That's a heck of a combination. Yeah. I'm not like high OCD. I'm like very no, low OCD. No, you're, you're 
easy to deal with. I'm very low on the OCD spectrum. You don't go nuts if anybody moves your stuff. So if no, that's what I'm saying. But at the same time, if I latch on to something like that, I will learn everything there is to know about that something. I'm that level. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't do that. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a little tenacious once I get on to something. Yeah. And that's okay. But yeah. yeah so my experience was I kind of knew about training and load and all of these things early on. And I stuck to that, those concepts. You know, looking back, I ran too fast. You, you were always supposed to run in zone two. Right. Which, when I calculated, that heart rate was probably much higher than I needed to be running in. I think I was running in like the 140s, 150 heart rate. Oh. Which is my, was my zone two. I'm, when I okay. calculated out, I, my top was right around one, high 160s. Okay. 140 to 150 was zone two in the calculation process. Now I'm like, I should have been running probably in the 120s and 130s. Yeah, should have been say. really mm, slow efforts. Yeah. I, I was doing basically tempo runs every time I went out. Yeah. So did you ever get any injuries when you first started? I did. I got IT band issues. Okay. In that first or second year. Might have been, I think it was the second year because I started racing and I was doing a little bit more distance and things of that nature. And I finally got IT band issues. Okay. And that was more of a, I didn't stretch nearly enough. I didn't do enough lateral stretching for that band. The only time I had IT issues was during races and it happened for two of my marathons. That's wild. Yeah. No, I, I had and it. Next day I'd be fine. But it, I, I, you know, the, I'm like carrying my leg, pushing it forward as I was trying to finish on my second marathon. Because it was very, very disconcerting. Because I ended up going to physical therapy, and they were like, "You're tight." <laughs> they would like <laughs> put my leg over the side and didn't go go down. It kind of stayed straight. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Bang. yeah. And they're like, "Well, you got to stretch for it." I'm like, "I was, I was pretty distraught at the time because I wanted to race." And then we went to Europe for a week, and that, it healed while I was. In Europe, but I couldn't run in Europe. I was planning on running there, but no, no running for me that time. I was injured. Aww. It was very injuries are those. Remember the first injuries are very disconcerting because you want to do well. You want to well, and you want to know how to make it go away quickly because you're having so much fun. Again, you're wanting to you want to get out there and do it. Push yep. Yep. the OCD in me wanted me to compete. Yep, plantar fasciitis was, was probably the worst one for me. You never have, did you ever have that? No, no. The only time I end up having any, I had the IT band that one time, and then I had some other, like IT band type issues when I went from one version of a shoe to the next version of the shoe, oh. and it was a bad. It was not a good trend. It was the Saucony Converna. I was from the Converna oh, okay. Two, which was a really nice shoe. To the Converna Three, within a week or two, I was having IT band issues. Oh wow! Like immediately, and then like when I started looking at the shoe, the instep the inside had already worn through almost within like a month or two i mean those are a light shoe i used to race yeah. in those but whatever wow. it changed the pitch now my foot was really rolling in okay for whatever it was doing before huh. it was causing me to roll in which is why the insides of my shoes were worn shoes out almost worn out. immediately from wow and <laughs> i've never worn a sock any since then <laughs> think i have any right now because well, that was when i was buying two shoes at a time yeah and i had two pairs i just had to throw them away Aww. i was very pissed off 
that's sad. That's why I never bought Saucony again. Because <laughs> you can do that to me once. But you, yeah. Yeah, that's again. you get one time to screw up that bad on version yeah. from version to shoot. Because there really shouldn't be that big of changes. No. Between version. But there were. But they do. Yep. Um, yeah. Biking, you don't... Uh, biking is a little easier to do too much and not get and not get injured i think biking is a the only way you're gonna get injured biking a lot is if you are misconfigured bike usually like the seat too low or too high that's (laughs) where the injuries are going to come for people that are new to biking because they don't know how to set up their bike they don't know if it fits them Mm -hmm. and if you're not fit properly that's where the errors can that's where the injuries can come from biking well there's two places the injuries can come from that's where the overuse injuries come from, is not being set up properly. If your seat is too low, your knee gets too far forward. It's like doing squats with your knees out in front of your shoe, mm-hmm. which is what causes knee problems in weightlifters if they're not having good form. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the same thing that happens in bike. And if you're too high, you end up pulling your hamstring, which happened to me one season. I, I My saddle got too high. I didn't really realize it, but I would go like two hours into a ride, and then all of a sudden my hamstring would light up. Oh, wow. It took me forever to figure out what that was because I was trying, I was getting into race and I wasn't getting into race shape for a half because I couldn't ride for more than like oh, two, wow. two and a half hours because it happened about the same time when I arrived. It was like two plus hours in. Boom. It light up. Huh. Eventually I figured out I was too high. So it's the front of the knee. If that hurts, your seat's too low. If it's the yeah. back, it's too high. It's too high. Or anything in the background. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't think about that with the hamstrings. Yeah. Because it was just too. too much extension. Yep. Um, yeah, no, and that's that's the only injuries because biking is fairly low impact. Mm-hmm. Like I said, unless your knees out in front of your right. uh, toe, it's a fairly low impact sport that you can come back to day and day again. Your injuries are if you're not situated on it right or you fall and crash, <laughs> which you know is always just a matter of that's when just, and not if. Yeah, yeah, those happen and just yeah. What speed you're, yeah. <laughs> you know, so if you're coming into biking, the big thing is is getting a bike that fits. Um, that's where like going to a bike shop can be handy, or going to a fitter after you get a bike. Because a lot of times it, it's it's a lot of places will have kind of heights into what a bike is, mm-hmm. like a height range for different size bikes. Uh, they usually try to do that to help people out, the companies. So if you can find something that's in your size. Usually the next thing would be to get you fit on it, and you can go to a fitter for that. A lot of times the bike shops will will get you in the ballpark of where you right. need to be. It may not be perfect, but you know it, it, they get you to a point where you can make the small tweaks if you need to mm-hmm. to your adjustments to to set up. It's not that hard, you know. I mean, to adjust your seat a little bit, and it does make a difference. It I can. mean, if you're oh, yeah. uncomfortable, you know, just mess with the seat height a little bit. Um, for those who are wanting to do distance, your saddle becomes your next big thing for new beetles. Yes. Um, if you're, if it's not a good saddle for you and you try to ride a couple hours, um, that's going to end poorly. <laughs> yes. Um, although I'm trying to get my saddle to time and saddle up again. It's after about each an hour of and us half, have I'm gone to, trouble. Each of us have gone through several different saddles. I mean, yes. I know you've gone through at least six or seven different types. Yeah, I, I was lucky. I, I've, I've tried different ones just because, like, I tried the one that came on my one bike. I rode with that for about a year or so, and it just didn't work for me. I went back to the, the one, I, the physique I've been riding. The mm-hmm. style, there's been one style of physique I've ridden for years now. 
yeah. that I keep going back to. But I try some. At different least they ones. don't change those very often. They don't wear out. Yeah. It's not like running shoes where they're gonna. Yeah, saddles don't change that much from from year to year. They change some of their materials they do it from, but the general shapes don't change too much. Yeah. They'll create new shapes and give them new names, but mm-hmm. like generally they don't they don't change a ton. Um, but yeah, I've tried the different saddles mainly on the TT bike because you don't. On a TT bike, if you have a TT bike, you really, the traditional saddle will really press into you. Right. Because you're You're in totally forward. different position, yeah. And I've tried different chopped off saddles. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm back on a physique. <laughs> that's been the brand I've, that's worked for me. Yeah. yeah. A lot of times the, um, the companies themselves will have, I forgot which one, a couple of them will have like a, a testing to find out where your sit bones are and mm-hmm. what's the proper saddle for you. You can kind of go down that road to try mm-hmm. to figure out what saddle works best for you. Because if, if if you don't have a saddle that works, it's going to be a problem to try to get up any time in the yeah. bike. Anybody I know that's like, oh, how can you bike? And, you know, because they've tried it in it. I'm like, you don't have a bike that fits you. You don't have a bike that you fits you and you don't have a saddle yep. that's good for you. Yep. Are the two things that cause people to have problems on the bike. And then lastly, you get a bike, you got to learn how to ride it. If you're getting into the sport, you got to learn how to clip in. Mm-hmm. You got to learn how to clip out, and you got to practice out, that. Even more importantly, <laughs> hold on to a couch. Otherwise, you're gonna fall over. Yes. Um, yeah. No, clipped in. Well, and then you got to learn to do your balance. I can clip off my left, but if I lean to the right, which is what I've done a handful of times in my life. Yep. Where you just lean, get leaning the wrong way, and you're, I just, you're already I've got in. myself programmed where it's I'm just always unclipping on the right. And that's. there's one guy we ride with that uh, he uh, he unclips with both feet at the same time it's really funny to be behind him well no i mean there's yeah there's been times where i've clipped clipped to the right and then i'm like have like an itch or something then you get leaned to the left and you're still clipped in on the left side and fall over we go it happens all the time and that's uh but yeah those are when you're getting into biking that's it bike fit learning the bike learning the rules of the road you know, maybe going out with a group and learning how to do some group riding is always mm-hmm. good as well. There's a lot of things you can do to get basic skills and, and find. There's like running groups. There's always biking groups just about in any town if you want to yeah. go down that road as well. Mm-hmm. Learning how to shift. That's the big one. <laughs> yes. Take some how. practice. I remember. Yes. Yeah. Using <laughs> learning the gears, learning when to shift. You know, those are more of the advanced skills as you get going. Yeah. You know, knowing what's trains coming up and when I need to shift to maintain my cadence and things mm-hmm. of that nature. But those are, I think, more advanced skills. But, yeah, learning how to use your bike, mm-hmm. especially the modern bike, which has the side sh- hand shifters and yep. all those fun things. Getting some skills. Well, good. Good deal. Well, so if you're getting interested in, how do I know? We still don't do swimming. Oh, swimming. Let's do swimming Sorry. real quick. Swimming is easy. Swimming is easy. If Find you a know coach. how to swim. Find a coach. <laughs> Find someone that can help you with technique or learn. Yeah, you need to find someone to help you with technique. Swimming is all about technique. The the equipment, you know, buy the endurance line of whatever. Don't buy Lycra. No, Lycra falls apart very quickly. Very quickly. If you're going to swim any time at all, you you want like the endurance, which is kind of a, what kind of fabric is that? That's a... It's a thicker, almost polyester. It's a polyester, yeah. Fabric, It's basically a polyester that lasts... Six months to a year or whatever. It lasts a very, very yeah, long time. Of swimming three times a week. Of multiple times a week. Yeah. Um, that's the big thing. You know, try goggles until you find something you like. 
and find someone who knows something about swimming. Swimming is a total technical sport. <laughs> fitness is not important with swimming. It's the technical aspects of it. The fitness comes from just doing it some. You just you don't you don't really need that much fitness to to do swimming. Not like biking and running where you need that VO2 yeah. and that that level of fitness. Swimming you can get by with a lot less. It's it's almost all about technique and breathing, learning to breathe. Learning to breathe is important. Yeah. Yep. There you go. All right. Well, if you're looking for a coach to help you with any of this, uh, check us out at go3sport.com. Yes. And if you like listening to us on iTunes, give us five stars. We like five stars. And if you're watching us on YouTube, hit the like button. If you've enjoyed the video, yeah. If you've enjoyed the video. If you haven't. If you did, if you, even if you haven't, yeah, hit the like button. Man, it like helps us out, man. Hit it anyway. Yeah. Go ahead and subscribe. We're good people, right? Go ahead and subscribe. <laughs> you might as well. We're fun to listen to. We're here weekly. Subscribe to us. Hit the bell. You'll be there notified. You if you have any ideas for topics for a podcast, if you want to hear us banter about something in particular, uh, drop us a, a line on go3sport.com. Um, you can email us there and let us know. Or in the comments, actually, yeah. I guess on... Down below. Comments on, down below. Yeah. You can Let us know. Hey, I got this question. Answer it. And we will uh, probably do it. <laughs> we probably will. <laughs> have a great day.